When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Andrew. And I'm Brooke. And you're listening to The Roaring Twenties. I heard it. I heard it in my head. I did too. Felt it in my soul as well. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, ladies and gentlemen. That's our podcast for the day. We'll see you in two weeks. (laughs) Today we have a very (coughs) exciting, monumental moment. That's well. just happened in one of our lives. And oh, okay. in tandem with celebrating that crushing life moment, <laughs> there will be good that comes from it as far as wisdom that will be bestowed upon you all. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce my co-host, Brooke, and her telling you about this monumental moment. I um, I believe what Andrew my co-host is getting at is um well guys uh that i really can't put this any other way other than um my 20s are done they're done i'm officially in into my third decade of life um some people refer to that as their 30s i don't know uh having mixed feelings about it it's not nope no it's it's not fun i'll just put it that way but what i could just share with you all now is like oh, you know why are you on the roaring 20s you're 30 <laughs> shut up uh now that i have lived my 20s completely i have more experience than you if you are still in your 20s so respect your slight elders okay um I guess I'm a cougar now also, so <laughs> lock up your dads. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> five more years, you'll be in grandma territory. Right? Uh, With these kids lately, Jesus. Well, if I'm Jesus. a cougar, you shouldn't lock up your dads because that means I'm coming after you. I could have both right now. So really, I'm in this weird, dangerous limbo state. So just don't tempt me. 30, flirty. And thriving, baby. And thriving. Does that mean Mark Ruffalo is going to come into my life? Maybe. And also come into my life? Maybe. Oh, sweet. Uh, anyway, maybe his cum will bring you life. Uh, I have no doubts that it would. <laughs> it absolutely would. Mark Ruffalo could get it. 
along with a n- whole host of other celebrities that we can talk about sometime. I've got a lot of celebrity crushes. Anyway, because I'm now in my 30s, I get to divulge to you the a list of things that you may or may not regret doing in your 20s. So we're going to go through several topics. We're going to talk about them. And uh, you can either agree or disagree or make these fucking mistakes. And, you know, we can talk about it in, you know, five years. And this list will consist of 13 different 13 things. 13 things. Also, I'm still kind of eating dinner, and I don't I don't fucking care. Sue me. What is it it's, for dinner it's tonight? It's Thai food, and I will eat it all. So We got delicious I'm Thai food. Don't stop me. We got Thai food. We have rosé. Let me eat my age. Yeah, and we have producer Matt here. Hi, producer Matt. But yeah, we have Brooke here. Just celebrated her thirtieth, so we're gonna share the recap of everything I just said, Andrew. Thirteen reasons why. Because we're thirteen, going on thirty, baby. Yeah, there we go. There we go. I'm still gonna eat. I'm not. I'm not lying about that. Um, We also are drinking rosé. Also, this is the first time we've drank on a podcast in a long time. It is. That used to be like our shtick on the Disney podcast. Which is hilarious. I know. We're continuing it here. But Finally. we're bringing it back. Yeah. And it's also the first time we're not recording at my house, house or their office. Which is really nice. Or because my house. If you listen. Hold on one second. Just listen. Ah, no dogs. <laughs> no dogs chewing on the wires of the microphones. It's wonderful. Unfortunately, I have yet to purchase a pet. But will rescue an animal soon. Listen. You can buy from a reputable breeder as well. Don't hate on everyone. Thank you, because I really want my chocolate Havanese, and I want them as a puppy. I bought Rowdy from a breeder. No regrets. I rescued Coda. Sheba, the cat. I rescued a cat. The evil cat. Now I can buy a dog, right? Did you really rescue the cat, though, or did you just set it up for failure somewhere else? (laughs) Mm, You just left it in a box of red flags. Mm. Will he listen to that? I don't know. Probably. But cats love flags, so (laughs) that's That's true. And they love boxes, so match made in heaven. That's actually kind of perfect. Um. Yeah. All right, on to the list. So, Andrew, number one. You're going to read it off to me. I'm going to give an honest reaction. And you too, that's what we do. Whatever. And again, these are 13 things you'll probably regret doing in your 20s. Not exercising at Ugh. number one. <laughs> First of all, yes, you will regret not exercising in your 20s because let me tell you something. Your metabolism is going to die at some point <laughs> in your 20s. And you don't know when it'll be. It's different for all of us. Ticking time Probably bomb. Probably between the 25 to 27 age range. It's just going to stop. And you need to be prepared. You need to be working out before then. And you need to keep it going the whole way through. I know it's hard to start a workout regimen. It really is. And I want to encourage you to not worry about counting calories. Because if you're like me, you'll become obsessive and you'll starve yourself. It's not going to help you just work out. Three to five times a week. Yeah, just be active. Just active. And like really put all your effort into it because your metabolism is going to stop. You're going to end up like me, fat on birth control, at 29 trying to reclaim your youthful 22-year-old body. Not going to happen. And it's going to be really fucking hard. It is. So do it before 25, I would say. Start getting in the habit before 25 because it it ain't the same. It ain't the same. It's interesting we're talking about this one because I actually was talking to about this topic and exercising and fitness with somebody much, much, much older than us. Ew. Near death. Um, <laughs> I'm choking on my curry. I'm sorry. Just a 
family friend that's older. Um, and she was saying about how the, you really have no excuses when it comes to things. Cause I was like, Oh, well, you know, like Sarah saying they're getting on a, she's getting on a workout plan. And she's, I was like, yeah, but you kind of have an excuse. Like you have kids, things like that. She's like, you know what? No, you really don't. And I'm tired of people using an excuse. Cause like, she's like, if you have half an hour a day to be on Facebook, you can be in shape. She's like, you really have no excuse for really just about putting the time out there and putting that time there for yourself. Mm-hmm. So part of figuring ourselves out in our twenties and who we are and what we are and what we want to do and blah, blah, blah. We still do need to reserve that time for that self care. Cause that's important to help keep us through in the long run. I mean, run. and seriously, 30 minutes. Yeah. Today. It's nothing like we did a 30 minute workout we today. Thir- dedicated to Kobe. You know, I am so sore. Kicked my ass, but we you got know, it the in one yesterday. Really kicked my ass, but same 30 minutes. That's all you need to work up a good sweat. I would recommend you go for 40 minutes if you can. I've found that to be a good calorie burning zone for me, especially if you're going really hard. Um, but if you're just going like balls to the wall cardio like we did today, 30 minutes, dude, you're set. You're yeah. set for the day. Just keep it moving. Your metabolism is going to start to pick up. You're going to have more energy. Yeah. You just feel better about yourself. Especially if anybody who has like either depression or seasonal depression or anxiety, anxiety things like that. Get that energy. Stress. Out. It's so good. Get the endorphins flowing. And like, honestly, I know when you're in your early 20s you have that good metabolism you have a good body you feel good about yourself but it will go away yes so take care of yourself now while you can get in good habits and you'll be set you'll be fine ready for number two? Oh, always so number two i think is something that people will struggle with throughout a lot of their life at least a lot of people but see your take on this one uh number two worrying about what others think oh um this is a lesson you have to learn in your own time. Um, I mean, it really is so personal, but it's so true. I, especially in my early 20s, I cared so much about what people thought of me, and not even in a way that I, I even realized that I cared, but I did. And I would surround myself with people that I liked, but weren't necessarily good for me, mm-hmm. were kind of toxic. They would make me feel a little bit bad about myself and I would just worry so much like what did I do wrong how do I fix it how do I make sure they like me or realize I didn't mean something this way I didn't mean to offend them if maybe I did uh you just have to not give a fuck because in five years in two years maybe even in six months like it's not going to fucking matter and you are eating yourself alive with anxiety worrying about what other people think and trust me it has no bearing on you in the long run unless like you never get over what they think and then you know you really will be crippled and you really need to go to therapy <laughs> but that's a lesson you have to learn on your own yeah because like my mother told me the same thing she's like stop worrying about what people think about you and i'd be like i don't definitely did but we do and until you're ready like you co- you come to a point there's going to be a breaking point at some time at some point in your life you're gonna be like why the fuck do i care why do I care? Why am I doing things to please other people? Why am I, you know, worrying about what they're saying about me? Like, it doesn't matter. Am I happy? Am I good? Am I hurting anyone else? Then it doesn't matter. Yeah. But that is such a personal, like, path for everyone, and it's very different. But I'm going to tell you what my mother told me. Just stop worrying about what other people think because it doesn't matter. And it, it's, it's tough because especially in the – day and age today where we have technology and social media being such a prominent Mm -hmm. thing um 
I was just reading earlier. Um, so Ford Motor Company does extensive oh research God, every I'm year. About work, get out of here. No, no, no. It's actually so Ford Motor Company does extensive research on just trends in people in society every year. It helps them figure out like how to market, how to sell, yeah. what to oh, buy, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And one of the things that came out of that was that um, today, more now more than ever, people have this feeling of loneliness and how social media um, has made people very reclusive and on their own and yeah. um, more and more concerned about what others think. Look, I mean, just look at how likes will affect someone. Oh, it's wild. You won't post something if you don't think it's going to get likes. Yes. And if someone posts something similar and they get more likes, you're like, what did I do wrong? Yeah. Wasn't my picture good Was enough? that my tags? Was that my, yeah. Do I need a new I iPhone? stuck in a cycle recently where I won't post any pictures from like my personal life and my relationships because I don't want people to think things that they know nothing about. Mm-hmm. But like, why the fuck do I care? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I'm 30 now. I don't care anymore. I'm just done. You hit 30 and you're suddenly done, by the way. It's just a magical thing that happens. There is a quote that I like to think of in those moments. Um, it's something like, I think it's if when you're having a situation like that, you think about it yourself and you think, is this going to matter in five years? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I should think about this. No. Then let it the hell go. Cause like, it's not is worth it. Is it going to matter in five months? Is it going to no. matter in five days? Exactly. Cause sometimes like, I'll be getting upset about shit that's not going to matter in five hours. Woo! All right. What's number? Is that number t- two? That was two. Ready All for right, three? Three. Let's rock. Letting your parents' opinions determine your life choices. Oh my god. Fucking tell me about it. I literally. <laughs> I've wanted this nose ring for such a long time. I got it when I was 26, and I literally called my mother to ask if she would be okay with it. Because you know that if you just showed up with it... She'd lose her mind. She'd lose her shit. I got this tattoo on my inner arm right here. Drunk walking around Philly with Gia. (laughs) Happens. Happens. And I hid it from her for a year (laughs) because I was so scared of what she would think. And, like, why? why? Why do you think? Because I have been raised my whole life to consult my parents and like worry about their opinions and do as they say. And no, I'm my own person now. I'll do what I want. You deal with it. You're still going to love me. I mean, I could probably murder someone. Not saying I would. I could probably get away with it, though. Um, and they would still love me. So why am I worried about shit that I do? Like, th- It doesn't matter what they think. They are not me. I am not them. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. And if they have a problem with it, I will be more than happy to remind them of their own life choices when they were younger. Yeah. And then they'll shut the fuck up. That's a hard thing is like, because you, yeah, I mean, everybody had different upbringings, obviously. Mm-hmm. So each story is unique. But in the sense of like, I feel like the majority of people in some way or another want to make their parents proud or like get have their approval in life. Yeah, you don't want to disappoint them. You want them to know that like, they did a good job and that you you're making it. Mm-hmm. And so everything like that is sh- whatever you share with them. You're like, how does this affect that? And will they be proud of me if I tell them this? Exactly. And what will they think? Will they be proud? Yeah. yeah. But that's a, it's a really tough thing. And I think the older you get, you realize like your parents are people too. Mm-hmm. And the shit that you deal with and the mistakes you make and the questions you have about yourself in life, like they had or still have. And, It's humbling in a way, but it's also kind of relieving in that you're like, okay, like, it's okay. My mom had four kids by the time she was 30. So you're doing well. I feel like I'm doing pretty okay. Yeah. 
No kids. Two dogs. I, I like that. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, when I think about the fact that but when my mom was 30, she had three kids, it just blows it's my mind. It's wild. Like, how? I couldn't have done I it. I know it was a different time and everything, but Jesus, God, Leah. By the way, that's from Teen Mom 2. <laughs> Speaking so of parents. Like maybe the one person out there who will know that reference. That's it. Are you ready for four? I guess. Four is very near and dear to my heart, as it's something that I um, experienced very heavily and continue to figure out, but I am getting better at it. Oh, God. Racking up credit card debt. I have none. What? I have no credit card debt. Are you fucking serious? I'm dead serious. You were exiting your 20s with no credit no card credit debt. No credit card debt. Fuck I've got this something. Shit. I'm out. I've got something better. Student loan debt, baby. <laughs> Lots of it. That's why I don't have a credit card because I know I have student loan debt and I cannot be in credit card debt too. I can't do it. I also just refinanced my student loans. Um, if you would like to also go with Ernest. You can use my reference code and I can get 200 bucks. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Ernest. Maybe you'll sponsor me. Give me a lower monthly payment. Yay. I'm like blown away that you didn't deal with credit card debt. Yeah, dude. No credit card debt. None. Credit card debt though wise. So I, None. <laughs> I'll you tell talk you about this. a few months after I turned 18, I was going to an event where there'd be a lot of people and I wanted good clothes. So I got a credit <laughs> card for PacSun. It was my first credit card. I was 18. $300 limit, got myself a great outfit, um, and then picked up a few more credit cards in my early 20s, and probably racked up nearly 20 grand in credit card debt in about five years, which- I that's not so bad. It's not, and between like, I mean, that's I will like say- what, four grand a year? Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, and I a lot of it was being 18 to 20 to 23 years old yeah, when and you're really fucking dumb and you think you're smart but you're not yeah or and trying to like survive in an expensive area when you've never done anything like this before and credit cards you need survival I mean, sometimes obviously we all need packs on credit cards well i was get yourself a dope outfit that was before some, i was on my own some fox and hurley was before i was capital one is what did me and then they gave me that like twelve thousand dollar limit and i was like oh vacations i would buy a dog i bought vacations i bought lots of clothes Ooh. Lots Can of eating out and expensive skincare weekends. products you could get. Did it? Is that on this list? Start taking care of your skin now, bitches. Do it now. Wear sunblock. Moisturize. Wash your face daily. I don't care how drunk you are at 3 a.m. Do wash it. Wash your face. You need it. Exfoliate. Do good mass once a week. Go to the dermatologist. Get it. Get it touched up. Get it looked at. If you have insurance. Good makeup only. I know you don't want to spend the money, but you can find good shit for pretty cheap. Yes. Take care of your skin. Anyway. That's important. Credit card debt. I don't <laughs> think that's on the list, but. But let's add it. That's number 14. <laughs> but credit card debt, though, wise. Here's the thing. Just don't do it. Because I'll tell you, it's too easy. And once you get it. your. Well, they've like, already done it. When you get to the point, though, when you're like, fuck, like, I have, like, all this. Like, you, you need to do something about it. So, like, if you're going to do it, you know what? This might be the rosé, but part of me is like, you know what? Fuck it. Just go crazy. You're in your that's 20s. How, Live you your life. That's you credit card debt. Live your life. I'm still in my 20s, so I'm still learning. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. You still have time. <laughs> when you're 30, we'll revisit. Okay. Brings us to number five. Yeah, what is it? 
getting married too quickly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I don't know anything about that. Okay. <laughs> Man, there's a lot to unpack in this one, so I'm going to try to keep it high level for you. Uh, yeah, be careful of this. <laughs> I, I wouldn't... Ne- so I've, I was married... And divorced in my 20s. I know. Congratulations to me. Wonderful. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say that it was because I got married too fast. I would say it's because I didn't take the necessary steps that you should take before you marry someone, including living with them for an extended period of time. Uh, But it's true. Um, I got engaged very young. I was 22 when I got engaged. I had been with this person since I was 19. So it was like, you know, at that point in time, for the better part of my formative years up to that point. It was like the next step. Yeah. We had done all the right things aside from living with each other before getting engaged. So it felt like the the right thing to do. And I was in love and, you know, I wanted to do it. It felt right. Um, But the thing is, (laughs) when you're that young, you're going to change a lot, inevitably. Both of you. And you don't always... How I like to describe my situation is like people grow. Most of us do. Um, We don't always grow together. And some of us may grow more than others. They may kind of reach their point where they stop growing. And you continue to grow. So I think that's why it's so important to live with someone beforehand. Because you kind of get a better feel for what's important to that person. How they like to live. Does that jive with how how you like to live just in a, in a literally a physical dwelling space. Are you compatible with the, like the level of cleanliness and the level of consideration, respect for each other's belongings and equal share of chores. Um, I know some people who are like 1950s housewives and they love taking on the majority of the housework, taking care of dinner and all this stuff while their partner uh, really doesn't help. And that's fine. If that works for you, go for it. More power to you. I would say for a lot of us, it's probably not how we want to live, and it's more equal share nowadays. So just live with someone. Make sure that you can really get through the hard times of just cohabitating. Uh, and also, you'll you'll notice how you guys grow through the years, and are you still compatible three years down the line? Because you will change so, so much in your 20s, and I cannot stress that enough. Um, I know lots of people who have gotten married young, and it's worked out great. But, you know, divorce rate is like 50% right now, I think, in the U.S. So just, you know, do your due diligence so you don't have to go through the heartbreak of, like, a divorce because it is not fun. I mean, granted, I am in a much better place. I'm much happier now. I think he's much happier now, too. And so it, like, worked out for the best, but it's still shitty to go through. So, yeah, careful of that, guys. Take your time. I've, I've lived that mistake for you. Well, this really kind of ties into number six, which is not taking dating and relationships seriously. And really the thing around that is like a lot of people, and I mean, I myself, I'm like, and you know, I've, I've told you many stories of myself oh, of dating. Wild. Yeah. But like, it's like, oh, fuck it. Like if, you know, if it's going to work out, it's going to work out. And if, you know, we're meant to be, it'll happen, things like that. And just kind of not caring and just going with the flow there's bliss to that in that you can kind of be carefree and not stress about things. But at the same time, it's important to kind of think about what you want as a partner and what you want 
to kind of build a family with and what type of person you want to build a family with in your life and grow with and kind of make sure you frame yourself in that perspective so that when you are dating, like that should be back of mind. Like, does this person fit into what I want in my life? Or is this somebody I can grow with? Is someone I can build a family with? Even if you don't want kids or anything, but like, is this someone you can spend Christmas dinners with and things like that with? Exactly. And I think something that kind of falls in line with this, like, so you have a not taking it seriously enough, but there's almost taking it too seriously. And just assuming that the first person you get with, or literally anyone you get with, is the one. Mm-hmm. You just really have you to feel be, that. Um, I don't want to say judgmental. I, I don't really know the word I'm looking for. It's probably the rosé. Um, but you just need to be cognizant like of like what you're getting yeah. into. And really make good, sound decisions and understand that like it might not work out. And that's okay. But just like really try and be honest. I think honesty is key. 100%. If, if something's not working for you, you need to vocalize it so they can either address it. Or it's just like such an ingrained part of them. They're like, listen, this is just how I am. And, and I enjoy that part of me. And then you realize, okay, we're not compatible and you can move on. So take it seriously. But not, um, don't be married the first day you meet someone yeah yeah that's that's my advice there yeah it's something i probably just now within the last kind of year as i'm entering my later 20s in figuring out that like (laughs) it it's with the honesty thing like i spent a lot of time in dating and relationships being so concerned with what's this person going to think if i tell them this and how will this affect our relationship or how is this going to affect their thoughts of me and blah 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 and really if you want to be with the person that you're supposed to be with in life you better be able to be honest with them Mm -hmm. so it's important to just be upfront and transparent with people from the get-go and you're going to have a better idea of how you to interact and whether or not that person's going to work out you know so holding things back things like that just like be honest and upfront with people and it just helps you get thanks producer matt to a good place way faster Didn't know I had to turn 30 for this kind of treatment. I like it. Thank you, sir. You're so sweet. Um, Take care of your senior citizens. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Uh, Just remember, I could, like, get your dad or your mom or your little brother right now. So your mom's soon to Jesus. She wouldn't go for me. Yeah, my dad, though, he's kind of gross. So probably would go for that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but that would be really low for you to go for. That would. We're not going to go there. Anyway, um, so yeah. I also uh, just remind you that people can change over the years. So something that may drive you crazy now, you may learn that like you can't live without later down the line. So just like always try to be forgiving and honest. Um, and, and I think that's really the best you can do is just kind of, you know, forgive people for their flaws, give them a chance. But, I mean, if something's really not working for you, and I've seen this with you lately, Andrew, is, like, you know, just be straightforward with Yeah. Them. Honesty is the best policy, so. It feels good. And don't feel bad if, like, you have to break someone's heart, like, in your 20s. It's going to happen to you. It's going to happen to them no matter what. It's a part of life. You learn from it, um, and you will survive. It, you will. It'll be fine. Namaste. I'm going to stay home with my dogs. <laughs> Number seven. Number seven. Um, this one I'm not good at, but it's not investing. So uh, <laughs> we should be investing in First our 20s. First and foremost, this is not 1950s. 
in your 20s, you don't have no money to invest in shit. Don't. This is some bullshit on this list. Yeah, because like. You don't have money to invest. Especially you if you came out of college. In a, in a college education, yeah. most likely. So work on paying that off for the rest of your life. Like, I think that's bullshit. We just, we're not brought up in a time, in a place where we can readily invest. If you can, absolutely go for it. But I just don't think that's realistic for a majority of the young populace. Yeah. I mean, if you have just have a bunch of cash flow sitting around in your early 20s. Then call me. Yeah. Invest or call yeah. us and invest we'll spend it for me. you. Um, I mean, I guess if you are get with an employer who has like a 401k or something. Oh, like, yes. And they put have into a that. match opportunity. Yes. Please Match do up that. to please. the top percent they can because that stuff grows so quick in the background. Like it's that's something I did when I was and 18. Like, I, I would even say like you don't even have to do the, the highest match percentage because for a while I couldn't. I had student loans to pay. I yep. couldn't really afford for anything else to come out of my paycheck. So I just did what I could. Do something. And as I got raises, as I worked my way up, I increased what I put in there until I reached the match level. And that sometimes it's how it has to be done, and that's totally fine. So just do what you can, but even if it's 1%, do it. It'll pay off in the long run, I swear. Yeah, the the big takeaway is, which kind of ties in the, the credit card debt, is just, like, while you're living your life and figuring out yourself in your 20s, like, just still be cognitive of, and cogniz, cogniz? Cognizant? Cognizant. Thank you're you. You're using the word I use. It's so cute. Be cognizant of your future. Yes. And I know it's, like, hard to think in your 20s about your future, but, like, it is right around the corner. It's happening in this decade uh, as you live it. So, Yeah. Because remember, you're off your parents' health insurance when you turn 26. Yeah. So make sure you get some health insurance, too. Maybe invest in that. Yeah. Invest in your health. Because they will let you just die up in this bitch if you don't have it. Okay? Which, interestingly enough, brings us to... Number eight. Don't die. Number <laughs> eight, which kind of goes against number seven. <laughs> uh, number eight is not traveling and exploring the world. It's true. Um, but I think, so there's, everyone thinks like when you're traveling, oh, you're going to all these really exotic places overseas. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. If you can, do it. Do it, do it, do it, do it. It's so much fun. It's so great. What a wonderful experience. You learn so much about different cultures. Your eyes are really open. But you can have very similar eye-opening experiences just by traveling in your own country. I mean, if you're in the USA, how many, we have 50 fucking states. And everything is so different. So everywhere. different everywhere you go. You could really have so many adventures, so many different experiences just by traveling within your own country. And it's so much cheaper than flying overseas. If you're in the U.S., you can travel north and go to Canada. Montreal is like a little Europe, I swear to God. So just go there. It'll feel like, well, you are in a different country, but it'll feel like you're overseas almost. And there's so much natural beauty just like in the things around you. You just have to look for it. Um, if you're kind of like me, I'm really inspired by like outdoor landscapes and things like that. I love being outdoors. And you can find such beautiful places in your backyard. You just have to kind of look for it. So you can kind of have these mini escapes without even traveling very far. Yeah. But you should travel. Go. Explore different areas. Start with your own country, whichever country you're in. I think you'll be surprised by what you can find. Um, but if you do have the means to go overseas and go to different countries, I, why wouldn't you? Mm -hmm. You know, like absolutely do it. It's, it's awesome. I think the biggest thing I've gained from traveling, and no, I've not gotten to go outside the country yet, but I've gotten to see all of our country, and just the perspective it brings from whether it be like the landscapes and seeing something different, or the people and the culture you go to, like it just, it makes you think about everything in your life, it and, does. and really helps you 
better understand the world around you. And what's crazy is like even in these little travels, like in your own country, you might find the place where like you can't get enough of it. You want to live there. You want to spend the rest of your life there. You're so in love with it. And I think that's kind of part of the magic in in traveling in places that you wouldn't have maybe first thought of going to. So get the fuck out there and travel. Go. Now, this brings us to number nine. Number nine. Probably the most important one. Don't do drugs. Forgetting to floss. Is that really? I think so. Because I'll tell you, every time I go to the fucking dentist, they tell you to do it. I get bitched at for it, and I don't. And then I started getting cavities, and they're like, "Mm, you know, we're cleaning your teeth and your gums start bleeding. I'm like, why? And they're like, you're not flossing. And now I floss two, three times a day. That's too much. I don't floss. I can't be bothered, quite honestly. <laughs> Went to the dentist. They, I mean, they bitched at me for not flossing, but they were like, your teeth are totally fine. And I was like, yeah, flossing is a lie. Uh, it's a bunch of malarkey that you guys are just using to sell some string for me to put in my teeth, and that's BS. So thanks for nothing. You know, you raise a good point because um, I hate, like, normal floss, but I do love them fucking plackers, and it is so oh, like wasteful. like the water picks? Yeah, but oh, they're those really... Oh, they're fun. I know, but... They're fun. They're also kind of wasteful because a lot of plastic used just for flossing your teeth. Oh, no, like the water picks that shoot water into your teeth? Oh, I it's don't like, use that because oh, it's it, fun. it'll mess up my bathroom. Well, yeah, it gets messy, but it is so much fun. Like, if flossing were a game, like, that's it. So if you had money to invest in your 20s and don't have college debt If you have money to invest in a water pick, like, first of all, good for you. You must be a trust fund baby. Just get it, though. But, like, also do it. Your teeth are important. Yeah. And maybe good teeth will get you a career in your 30s. Yeah, maybe you'll be an Instagram model. Probably not, but maybe. Yeah. Okay. Here's an interesting one. Mm -hmm. Number 10. Number 10. Never living alone. Preach. So, we just talked about this earlier. Yeah. As you know, I kind of like, so I was in college. I lived with roommates, um, moved back home with my parents briefly right after I graduated. And then I got engaged and I lived briefly with him and his family. And we moved out. We bought a house and we lived together. So I never lived alone. When we separated and I moved out, that was my first time living on my own. And I have never learned so much about myself so fast. Like, I learned that, like, I'm a bad bitch, and, like, I can completely rely on me. Like, I can do it all. I don't need nobody to help me. I'll handle it. Like, you're forced to just take care of shit on your own. Or, like, or you're the opposite, and you just don't take care of anything, and you kind of, like, you're a loser or whatever. Um, So be it. But, like, it's so eye-opening. It's so – you learn so much about yourself. And if you're living on your own and you start going to therapy, like, double whammy. It is the best. Like, I thought when I moved out, I would never really, like, adjust to living on my own. I'd always lived with someone. I was like, I'm not going to be able to handle this. And for, like, the first few weeks, I was, like, so distraught. I didn't know what to do. Being alone was kind of crazy. But then I lived alone for, like, two and a half years. And it was – I didn't know how to live with someone again after that. I was like, I love being on my own. I love having my space. Everything's done on my terms. I know that I'm going to clean up after myself. I don't have to clean up after anyone else. Like, I'm going to eat what I want to eat. I'm going to, like, pay the bills. I don't have to worry about getting money from someone else. So when my boyfriend moved in last year, it was like, I, was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. <laughs> like, I miss having my own space. And, of course, I've adjusted since then. But live on your own. Even if it's for, like, six months, I would say a minimum of six months. Like, you will learn so much about yourself. Your confidence is going to skyrocket. Like, you're just, 
really going to learn how to be self-reliable. And I think that's a st- something nothing else can teach you, honestly. Yeah. I mean, he kind of sums it up perfectly. I, I lived, I got to live, by, I don't live by myself now, but I got to live by myself for like a year and a half. Oh my God, your apartment in Westchester, like downtown. Loved it. Oh, that was the cutest thing I'd ever seen. I love that little place. It, and I that's my exactly the thing is like, it was my opportunity, my time to make my space exactly what I wanted to be mm-hmm. and live the way I wanted to. And I loved it for a multitude of reasons. But I think the biggest thing is it, as you said, like it helps you figure out kind of who you are, what you like, what you don't like, and how you want to kind of live your life. Yep without the influence of others kind of mm-hmm. directly day to day. Yep. It's all you. And there's something like, it's okay to like, just go home and like have nothing but you to worry about. It's refreshing. Mm-hmm. I feel like we worry about other people all the time, all day. So like to go home, have your own space, worry about yourself, do things in your own time. Nothing else like it. I said, I love my boyfriend. I'm very happy. I live with him. But sometimes when he goes upstairs to play video games for hours, it's nice. It kind of feels like I have my own place again. Yeah. Next. Number 11. I missed that show, by the way. <sighs> Bring it back. Not mustering the courage to ask somebody out. Well, um. Take risks. Be ballsy. Uh, okay. <laughs> I've never asked anyone out. <laughs> True story. Like on a date? Yeah. I've never asked anyone out. Like, as a first time, like, oh, we'll go. Like, can we, you know, go on a date? You ever gone off and flirted with someone you didn't know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's part of it, though. It's it's really just being able to kind of I have to be intoxicated, though. I've never done it sober. Like, if someone came up to me and was, like, flirting and I'm sober, like, I can flirt back. I can do that. But it's, like, initiating. Unless I have some liquid courage, I can't really do it. Well, and we'll talk about it sometime. It has a lot to do with insecurities. But, yeah. Yeah, it's not your fault that you had childhood trauma. We all do. Yeah, we like, all do. Of course, you're going to be anxious. Um, but no, I, I think it is smart. And even if you don't look at it as, oh, is this going to work out? Is this going to be a relationship? Any, just fuck all that. Just do it to just do it. do it. I don't even care if you don't want to do anything with them or want to even talk to them. Just make like, yourself do it. Even if they reject you, like, guess what? You're going to forget in a week. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. Rejection's good. Yeah. It builds character. It builds character. Builds so character. get the out I kind of wish I had. That's an experience I didn't really have in my 20s is asking someone out. I I wish I had. I had liked a lot of people in my 20s and I, you know, don't say anything. Could have asked me out. I would take you on a date. Oh my God. The first time I saw you, I remember walking through. I was like, if he were straight, I would just be so about him. Melts my heart. Thank you. Hear that, boys? Anyways, um, Number 12. Number 12. Not relocating for better job opportunities. Okay. Well, I really could for my current job opportunity and uh, it's whatever. Like, honestly, that's such a personal decision. Like, if you really like the area you're in, you have really good friends, you have family, relocating can be tough, even if it's for a good job. You just have to evaluate what's important to you. Um, I love some people around here, you know, and it would be really hard for me to relocate even if the job opportunity was insane. Yeah. It would be really tough. That's such a personal thing. It's kind of hard to say whether that's something you'll regret or not in your 20s because you could very well end up relocating for this really good job and then get laid off. Mm-hmm. And then you're, like, so far away from your friends and your family. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's really about, yeah, as you said. Your priorities. It's yeah. about your priorities. So just really be in touch with that. Really be in tune with yourself, what you value. 
and and make the best decision for you in the long run like think long term yeah i mean i I relocated a couple hours away to be down here but like would i go halfway across the country for a job if it was perfect yeah i think i would would. have a hard time because i just i have friends here that like i love Mm -hmm. and i would be very distraught to move across the country and then like it didn't work out and not have them like it would just be tough it would be tough it's just like but i'm also very like friend family oriented but yeah so it just depends you know well that's what for me i always said if it was somewhere where like i could fly home for a long weekend every month mm-hmm. i would do it and it allowed me to like I travel would, and things for I sure would, like i would move to scotland for sure for a good job opportunity i'd also move probably to Asheville, north carolina yeah north carolina is mm-hmm. always good or like maybe the pacific northwest PNW is great. Mm-hmm. We like but it. But I there. think that's like really so far the only designated areas that I'm like, yeah, I would do that. Because I like those areas enough to kind of risk it. Yeah. And I don't, I wouldn't do it forever. It'd be just like a year or two. Yeah. Just yeah. to do it. Yeah. So if you do have the opportunity, I mean, in your 20s, especially because typically you wouldn't have a family at that point. Um, so it's easier. Like your own family. I mean, like you might have actual family. You might not either. So it doesn't matter whatever next fuck it number 13 our final this is it guys simply put living the way you think a 20 something is supposed to live so things you're gonna regret in your 20s no so like you're gonna regret living like someone don't make your decisions and plan your life based on what you think you're supposed to be doing so, like, don't spend your 20s doing what you think you're supposed to be doing. Like, getting married early, having kids, buying a house. Like, the well, whole I mean, American dream type concept. That's kind of what some people want. And I think this is another personal one. It's like, listen, I would say in your 20s, like, this really is the chance for you to fuck it all up and, and recover. Well, you can fuck it up bad and recover in your 20s. So, if you want to go balls to the wall, that's fine. I... But I also am supportive of people who do want to settle down and start families and be very traditional. Like, that's your choice. Like, but that's the beauty of it. Like, in your 20s, like, everything is your choice. And it's wonderful. So just, like, do what feels right to you. And um, I don't want to say don't worry about the future because you should. But don't let it completely dictate your life. Yeah. And that's really what the thing's about is, like, doing what you want to do for you. Not basing it on what everybody else thinks, not basing it on what your parents want you to do, not basing mm-hmm. it on what, you know, Google says you should do, but really just think to yourself what you want for your life and just roll with it. Agreed. And trust me, you're going to do a million other things other than these 13 that you will regret in your 20s. And baby, it's okay. Love yourself. You'll be fine. You'll recover. You're going to end up getting old like me. And trying to work out on your lunch break to, like, try to reclaim your youth. It's fine. We all get there. Uh, but it's going to be okay. So just, you know, be true to you. Explore. Forgive. Forget. Um, but also don't let people take advantage of you. So that that's all. That's all I have. That was beautiful. <laughs> Thanks. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. All right, Pete Kobe. This is why I respect my elders. Fuck off, dude. I fucking hate you. Just kidding. Much You're love. You're so disgusting. Ugh. Anyway, guys. That's 13 reasons. That's 
13 going on 30 for you. Guys, all of our social media accounts are linked in our episode description. So hit us up. Follow us. We share plenty of memes because that's what fuels us. Uh, that's what gets us through the day. Yes. Um, if you would like, if you're, if you're beyond your 20s and into your third decade, please share your experiences with me. Is it better? Is it worse? I need some help going through this. Um, still having a little bit of, of an issue with it. Uh, otherwise, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Two weeks. Bye. Bye. listening to the Geekscape Network.